0: Potassium permanganate. That should leave a, a violet precipitate. If I just add, Oh, these fairies' tears.
1: Nick! It's a catastrophe!
0: What is it, Alex?
1: We're all doomed! What? If we can't synthesise an effective science and science fiction
0: compilation right now, the clowniverse will be ripped apart! Oh, my goodness. Um. Oh, uh, no, Oh, it's OK. Don't panic, because I've got a beaker of science... Pure science! And over here I've got I've got a beaker of science fiction unsullied by any actual science. So if I mix the two together very
1: carefully. Okay. On the
0: count of three. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Oh uh, well, I, uh, I think we've done it. We've saved the clown of us. <laughs> yeah but we're, we're like floating in, the, in in the upper atmosphere in space. That's all right. Gravity will take care of business. Oh thank God for that. Oh look over there. I can see the the International Space Station. Oh yeah Wow listen five. International Space Station, are we clear
1: for docking?
2: Four. Supply Pod, this is International Space Station, you are cleared for docking. Three. We are making our approach
0: now. Two. Approach on final vector.
3: One. And docked. Zero.
2: Release the clown.
0: are we nearly there yet no
4: oh how much longer will it take
0: can you go any faster oh shush you two The ship is on a preset program to take us to Earth, so I can't go any faster.
4: But how much longer will it take? It'll take as long as it takes. Now stop annoying your father.
0: Mum,
2: can I go into cryogenic suspension till we get there?
4: How many times do I have to tell you? No!
2: Why not?
4: Because the cryo chambers are designed for humans, not for us. And anyway, you broke yours when you burst out of that Space Marine's chest. Oh, yeah. The look on his face. Classic. Right, now just quieten down back there. Oh,
0: Mum! Oh, don't,
4: don't. Billy keeps trying to stick the spike on the end of his tail into my ear. I'm not. R2. Kids! <laughs> don't you stick your second set of teeth out at me, young lady. But it's so unfair. Billy started it.
0: Did not.
3: Oh, oh, de- quiet!
0: Just stop it. If you want to let off steam, I think there's a couple of surviving crew members in bulkhead D4. Why don't you go and hunt them down? Yay! Yay.
4: But be careful. Remember that last one had a flamethrower? We'll be
2: fine. Bagsy, I get to drool on them from the gantry. Oh, no!
4: There, you drooled on them last time. There will be no drooling on the humans. Oh, Oh,
2: Mum.
4: It's a disgusting habit. Why can't you just bite their faces off or impale them with your tails like normal aliens? Because it's funny when they think they're bathing their faces in dripping water. But really, it's our spit. (laughs) 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 (sighs) (sighs) They get that from your side of the family.
0: Oh, come on, Lil. Bit of drooling never hurt anyone. Yeah, it's spraying them with acid that makes them melt.
4: Honestly, alright, just go. And no playing near the airlock!
2: Yes Yes, Mum! mum. Yay!
4: God, we've got another light year of this.
0: What are we going to do when we get to Earth and the other 10,000 hatch?
4: Apparently the humans have this stuff that really helps.
0: Oh, what is it?
4: It's called gin.
0: That's why mums, released the clowns! June 1882. London, the greatest metropolis the world has ever seen. A teeming, roaring morass comprising all the best and worst of human enterprise. And standing above the tumults, shining like a beacon of rationality, drawing intellectual wayfarers from all the nations of the globe the Royal Society. On this sultry summer morning, one such seeker of truth stands transfixed, gazing through the newly fitted glass courtyard doors. Shall we join him?
1: Hmm. Ow! Hmm. Sebastian, my dear fellow, what vexes you so? Hans, just the chap. Perhaps you can assist me in this investigation. It's this wasp here, you see. It clearly wants to go over there. Ow! But some mysterious force is preventing it. Yes, I see. So you are suggesting perhaps that there is some sort of force attracting the wasp in this direction? Ouch! But an opposing force is resisting it. Precisely, Hans. Two forces. One attracting it this way. Balanced by an opposing force of equal strength. How exciting. Is it possible we are on the verge of discovering not one, but two previously unknown fundamental forces? One, drawing objects towards it, so... Ouch! And the other, repelling them. My, my. I say, Sebastian, who is this fellow in the courtyard? Oh, splendid. It's my friend, Yevgeny. He'll be able to help us. Yevgeny? Yevgeny! Over here! Yevgeny, old fruit. Your appearance could not be more serendipitous. We are engaged in the act of discovery and have need of your insight.
2: Sebastian, the well, where are your manners? You must introduce me to your
1: friend. Oh, gosh, I am such a clod. Hands free of the Bremen Institute, may I introduce you to Yevgeny. Count... Toss him off. Delighted to meet you.
2: The pleasure is all mine. Now, to the matter at hand. Describe the phenomenon which you investigate.
1: Yevgeny, my new friend, it is most fascinating. Sebastian has made an initial observation that this wasp is inexorably drawn forward. Ouch. And that it is repelled equally. From which we posit the existence of diametrically opposed elemental forces.
2: Fascinating the proof of a lateral force attracting objects. Oi! An equivalent lateral force opposing this would indeed be a significant breakthrough in our understanding of the physical world. It might even hold the key to travel between the spheres enabling us, in a vacuum no less, to move both forward in this manner Oi! and backwards.
4: Excuse us, gentlemen. We must take this rug to the courtyard for beating. We're to beat the dust all out of it.
5: Of
1: course. Oi! Uh, uh,
3: uh, Ouch! Oh. Oh. Oh, interesting.
1: Attraction! Uh. Ow. Uh. Repulsion! Uh. Ouch! Ah, another uh. collision. Uh. Uh. Oi! Ow! Ouch!
4: Us again, gents. Sorry for the disturbance. Oh, and out you go, Jasper. Shoo! Shoo!
1: So, oh. however, will we proceed with our investigation? Mm, surely, soon another force will be similarly attracted here. Ouch. Only to be repelled in proportion. Oi! Of course. If these forces are, as we suspect, fundamental, then inevitably they will come here like this. Ouch! Oi! Ow! Oi!
0: And so it was that the store of human knowledge increased in those halcyon late Victorian days, for this truly was the age of discovery. Ego, release the
5: clowns.
1: Meanwhile, in the release the clowns aphorism testing center.
0: Hello? Can you let me out, please? It's it's horrible
2: in here. Hello, and today we are testing the aphorism The flame that burns twice as brightly burns half as long. And to help us, we've got Charlie here. Say hello, Charlie. Hello, hello. Can you let me out, please? Who we've drugged, kidnapped, and locked inside this wooden trunk. Please, I'm really quite claustrophobic. And now we're going to test three methods of immolation. First, that old standby, wood. If I just gently play this flamethrower around
1: the edge of the trunk for a few seconds,
2: like so...
0: Oh my God!
2: (laughs) Now, that is disappointing. Loads of smoke, but the flame (coughs) isn't very bright, and it's gone out really quickly. (coughs) Treated
1: wood, you see. Very resiny. But how about inside the box? Charlie, (coughs)
2: is it burning in there? (coughs) No, no, thank God, no. Well, next up, another classic. Fossil fuels. I'm just going to tip this can of paraffin over the trunk. Oh, what? Oh no no. no, 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 don't do that. Oh. Then, just a touch on the flamethrower. Oh my, what? Oh,
1: oh, now that's much better. Brighter for sure.
2: Ah, but now you see the fuel has dissipated around the outside of the box, and it's burning out. Charlie, any flames in there? No, not anymore. It's really
0: hot, though. Can I come out, please? Oh,
1: please. <laughs> I'm going to open up the trunk.
0: Thank you. I swear I won't say a word. Just please let me go. And I'll just pop in this
2: phosphorus grenade. What? No, no, no. what are you doing? No, please. No. And we'll be
1: behind this barrier of sandbags (laughs) in five, four,
2: three, two. Ah! Will you look at that? So bright. A whole lot's gone up. And I think we can safely say it's not going out anytime soon. Aphorism tested and debunked. Plus,
1: it definitely wasn't third time lucky for Charlie. So that's two aphorisms for the price of one. Who says science isn't cost effective?
2: Yeah. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, Whitehall. Did you bring the sausages? Of course. And marshmallows, too. Mmm, mm, num num num. Release the clowns
0: Hello, Fido Hello, Rover
2: You all right, mate? <laughs> yeah <coughs> Just need a Siggy. You got a light? Yeah, here. That's better. You not having one. Can't. They're testing those nicotine patches on me this week. You poor bugger. That's inhumane, that is.
1: You ought to report them to the old animal rights mob. Do you reckon? You know, they got in here once and opened all the cages. It was chaos. In all the confusion, I managed to get away. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Got out across the backfield. Even made it as far as the bus station.
2: What happened then?
1: I couldn't hack it on the outside, see. Had to turn myself in. Why? I was gasping for a fag. Longest hour of my life,
2: that. Yeah. have you seen who they moved in two cages down? Fifi the French Poodle.
1: Oh yeah, I can just see her from here.
2: Course, cool, she looks smashing. Has she done something with her hair? I should say so. They've been testing shampoo on her all week. Oh, yeah. You know, when I look at her with her new perm and all that makeup they're testing on her, I can't help thinking. (sighs) Go on,
3: you day dog. What are you
2: thinking? Well, I can't help thinking. It's a pity they don't let us test the
3: condoms. Dark
1: Lawns. Okay, so just pop your chin here and look up at the chart. Right. So, will this be your first pair of 3D glasses? Yeah, I never thought I'd end up needing 3D glasses. People will start calling me Four Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're 3D, remember? Oh, sorry, Twelve Eyes. <laughs> when did you start feeling you might need 3D glasses?
2: Well, I was watching a film the other day and suddenly realised I was following the plot. Following the plot,
1: yes. Oh dear. No, we can't have that, can we? Not in a 3D film. God, no. Now, look at the chart and tell me how far down you can see. Right.
2: uh, Let's see. There's a helicopter coming straight at me, uh, a sort of dragon flying over my head, Mm -hmm. Uh, a golf ball coming straight at me. Oh, yeah. Bruce Willis
1: is coming straight at Ooh, me. Oh, actually, that's Jason Statham. Oh. Easy mistake, but uh, let's try a stronger prescription anyway. What can you see now? Wow, loads of little insect things flying around my face. That's really convincing. Oh, uh, no, ignore those. I need to ring rent to kill, basically. Oh. Now, pop your chin here. Uh, you'll just feel a puff of air on your eyeball. Perfectly harmless. There. Oh. Now, did that seem like the puff of air was coming straight at you? Of course. Good, good. Now we're getting somewhere. All right. Does it look more like objects are coming straight at you with or without? With or without? Uh, I think with. Hmm. So, with a box of popcorn and a large Diet Coke? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, you keep a hold of those then. Now, what are you mainly going to be wearing these 3D glasses for? Um, explosions. Explosions, of course. How about driving? Only if the car crashes into loads of cardboard boxes and they fly past my head. Oh, good, good, good. And will you need them for sport? Definitely.
0: Well, I wouldn't bother.
1: Until they start doing women's beach volleyball in 3D. <laughs> Total waste of money. And Gary Lineker's only actually got one dimension anyway.
0: Oh, right.
1: Well, I think that's all for today, Mr Byrne. Goodbye. Whoa! Your arm! It just came straight at me! <laughs> I'm just shaking hands. All oh, right. Well, goodbye. Whoa! The <laughs> door. Yes, look out for the door. Wow! It just came out of nowhere. That's amazing. Okay, now 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 take the glasses off. Whoa! What a car! Brilliant! Oh,
2: That was exciting! Release the clowns!
1: You from DeCrostini, the magazine for anyone who's ever wanted to play God, Mad Scientist Weekly. Find out exactly what it takes to pervert the laws of nature as each week you get the body parts to build your very own creature. With full instructions on storage without decomposition, how to regenerate dead tissue, and neutralizing the odors of the charnel house, Mad Scientist Weekly will show you every intricate detail of building your creature in just 52 weeks. Each week there are hints and tips on everything from grave robbing to how to escape pitchfork wielding villagers, as well as in-depth interviews with the titans of alternative science. In Issue 1, Dr. Moreau explains how to successfully splice human and pig DNA to create your own lethal army of man-pigs. And Igor asks, Abnormal brains, are they all bad? Issue 1 comes with a nose. Plus, you get Issue 2 with a fully functioning spleen absolutely free. Mad Scientist Weekly from DeCrostini. Just 5 from News Agents Now.
2: <laughs> Release the clowns! <gasps>
3: Planet Zebulon 24. Affirmative. The Rigdons will be totally crushed. By the way, I love what you've done to your sink plunger thingy. Thank you, love. I didn't think you'd noticed. You look really trim. Do you work out? I have to. If I just look at pasta, it goes straight onto my casing. Oh, tell me about it. You should come to Holmes place with me. I always feel great afterwards. What treatment do you have? Ex-foliate. Exfoliate! 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 Exfoliate!
5: Release the clowns!
0: And now on the internet, a sneak preview of our groundbreaking new science series Gazing Wonderingly at the Amazing Universe and Wondering with Professor Brian Cox.
1: looking up at a star. You're not. You're looking at my face, looking up at a star. And you love it. The Sahara Desert is majestic. You'll have to take my word for that. You're watching me walking through it. Stop. Look around. Give a little smile, awestruck, tinged with knowing. See? That's my feet! But if you look up from here, you can see the light of a billion stars. Stars which themselves burned out millions of years ago. That's my face. That's me standing at the top of a waterfall. At least you can hear that. Here's my face underlit by a torch. I'm in a vast Vietnamese cave system. If we moved the camera in any direction away from my face, we would, but if we did, you'd see the most awe-inspiringly spectacular display of phosphorus in the world. See how astounded I am?
2: But why?
1: Why are you always looking at me? The answer lies in an equation, an equation so elegant in its simplicity that it illuminates secrets of the universe that on the most fundamental level we already knew, yet had never been able to articulate. And that equation, my face plus exciting place equals science. See, you already knew.
3: Release the
0: Clowns!
1: Where am I? What is this place? Oh my god,
5: what are you? Do not be alarmed by my appearance, human. You are on board a spaceship of the Zozap Morsabian fleet. What do you want with me? We wish to study the physiology of your species. You will be subjected to an examination by one of our physicians. No, no, I won't let you. Please take a seat and someone will be out to see you shortly. Let me go, I have a family, you can't keep me here. Please don't raise your voice, sir. Someone will be out to see you shortly. In the meantime, there are a selection of magazines you can look at. Magazines? I can't read a magazine! I'm terrified! Well, these magazines are well out of date. But, but where- Tell me about it. There's no budget for new magazines, let alone an up-to-date computer system. I have to work with this pile of sh- Look,
1: please don't hurt me. I want to go back to Earth.
5: Let me go- Sir, please don't raise your voice. I have the right to go about my job without being abused. Look at the notice. I
1: can't read those symbols. Well,
5: we can only afford for the translator to come in on Tuesdays.
3: Ah, Zenzon. Hello, Karen. Is this the human subject for experimentation? It is. Sorry to have kept you waiting. Come this way, Mrs. Thompson. No. No, I
1: won't. You come. Wait a minute. I'm not Mrs. Thompson.
3: What? I'm not Mrs. Thompson. You're not a pregnant human female? No, I'm not. Look at me. I'm afraid that doesn't help. Well, who are
5: you? <laughs> I'm
3: Alan Hunter.
5: Alan... Alan... Hunt... Oh, here you are. Well, you've missed your appointment. What, what, what do you mean? I, I just woke up here. Please don't raise your voice, sir. I'm afraid if you miss your appointment, we won't be able to fit you in until next week. Great. Great. No, that's fine. Just let me go back to Earth and I'll come back. I swear. I'm afraid the budget to transport patients to and from the mothership's been slashed again.
3: You'll have to stay here, I'm afraid. Not that there's anywhere to put you. We're having to use a corridor on the engineering deck. It's shocking. Oh, God! Ah, there, there. Uh Uh-oh. I think you've crushed him. I just meant to lay a reassuring tendril on his, well, whatever that is. And now I've crushed his brain. Or are those his lungs? I don't know. I'm so tired. How long
5: have you been on call? Coming
3: up to 176 barbs barbs.
5: Fucking government.
3: Release the clowns.
1: And the dirt is gone. Room through the door handle, Sims. Honestly. Mrs. Green, thank you for coming in. Mr. Jenkins, um, has something happened to Timmy? No, no, Timmy's absolutely fine so far. No, I just called you down for a little chat about his project. For the, the science fair?
4: Look, it's not as bad as all that, is it? I mean, we got a tutor in after our little chat last
1: year. Aha, a tutor. Eastern Block, Background in epigenetics or some such? Possibly. She's our cleaner. She said she knew things. Blonde, I imagine. Air of haughty sensuality.
4: Um, look, I don't understand. Is Timmy going to fail science?
1: On the contrary, Mrs Green. His project rather trounced young Dev's discovery of a minor comet. Quite a vindication of offering a prize this year. My idea. The siren call of those Waterstones vouchers lifted everyone's game. The joke, of course, is they can only be spent on books. The only true winner is education. Could I trouble you to hold this up like so, Mrs Green? All right. What is going on? Capital! Now, how much do you know about Timmy's project?
4: Nothing, really. He and Yulia have been ever so shy about
1: it. Yulia! Enchanting! Well... But in layman's terms, Timmy folded DNA to create accurate, if somewhat cruel, caricatures of the staff. Quite a saucy surprise down the high-power microscope.
5: Oh, oh, I am sorry.
1: We don't penalise high spirits at the Academy, Mrs. Green. It's just gratifying to see some of what you teach go in, you know? And so it's course a bit of a kerfuffle? It did set an initial frisson of cheek among the boys, yes. But it's more the accidental weaponizing of Mrs. Pickles, Year Two's hamster, that kicked things off, I think. The DNA, you see? Oh, my God! These things happen when you tinker with the fabric of life! Anyway, long story short, the surprisingly numerous mutant offspring seem to have evolved a rudimentary culture with a basic but aggrieved concept of justice and are roaming the halls in packs of various sizes, setting small fires and so on. Do excuse me. Come in, Vera! Damn it! We've lost the language laboratory, everyone. Godspeed, Madam Wilson. Godspeed. Where are the lunch ladies with that bread soaked in milk? Oh, no. No! What's going to happen to Timmy? Oh, he'll be fine. They'd never harm their deity, of course.
4: Of course. Um, it would make no sense. But will he be expelled?
1: What? Not at all. Assuming humanity survives till the end of the week, we'll need minds like young Timmy and this tutor single is she? Sturdy hips, surely. To help rebuild society. A shame, Mrs. Pickles.
3: Clever girl.
1: Back, back. Use the hoover. It's the only thing they fear. Mr. Jenkins! Run, Mrs. Green. Run for your life. And if you'd be so kind, ask Julia how she might feel about the meal and perhaps repopulate the species, yes? My God! That one's a very bit of you, Sims!
0: Release the Clown starred Phil Nice, Amy Holmes, Holly Meachan, Alex Marion, Karen Morden, Casper Michaels, Nick Hildred, Phil Whelans, Dan Willis, Martin Hyder, Joe Tilley, Simon Littlefield, Marco Chu, Jonathan Thake and Simon Edwards. It was written by Alex Marion, Nick Hildred, Phil Whelans, Glory Lee, Dave Short, Phil Nice and Martin Hyder. The social media icon is Dan Willis, and the show is produced by Nick Hildred and Alex Marion. We hope you enjoyed this trip down memory lane, but if you're thinking, hold on, why didn't they do a new show? The answer is simple. Alex and I both had our birthdays this week, so we were feeling too old, hungover and full of cake to put out a new show. But fear not, normal service will be resumed next time. Yup, we've got a hat full of lovely new sketches for you to enjoy. See you in two.